All right, our assignment this week is to notice life's lack of neediness, the absence of quid pro quo in its offerings. Notice life's infinite availability and exuberant generosity. Notice how everything in life is freely offered. Notice how life doesn't get upset and withhold its gifts just because it isn't sent a thank you card. Notice how being here now for this allows us to be generous and open and gives us the experience of the giver is thankful. Notice how being here now for this makes us aware and appreciative of all that is given. Notice how expansive presence feels in contrast to the miserliness of ego. Notice how much the orientation of not enough is pure egocentricity, as always, RL. All right, here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Melody from Hawaii. Hello, Melody. Hi. What are you seeing? Well, I'm noticing with this practice, and this is one that I've been working with for a while, um, I find myself now in my life being a caretaker, you know, for uh, a few things, my garden for one, and my granddaughter for another. She's living with me in mm-hmm. the weekdays and she's 12. And my cat, who's had a long illness and, you know, uh, I, a lot of care. He needs a lot of care. And he's, he's on his last mm-hmm. day. And so mm. when I'm in love, when I'm in life, when I'm with life, I am so grateful for everything that's going on. And thinking, this is the best, really the best time of my life, you know, in many ways, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to be in this in this place. And mm-hmm. uh, then, when yeah. I'm identified, it's like, what? Yeah. I'm so trapped. I didn't ask yeah. for this, and oh, you know. All of the stuff that makes you really suffer. Where's my freedom? Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I should mm-hmm. be traveling <laughs> at my age. <laughs> mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and and, that, and the good thing about it is that I've just been noticing it. And when that does those that kind of identification comes around, I can see it and and look at it, and it seems to. Be there, definitely. I'm suffering from it, but at least I see. I can let it. I can let it go a lot easier. Well, yeah. yes, and and Melody, I, I mean that is it's everything. What you're laying out is just everything, um, because mm-hmm. what you're describing. So you know all of these expressions from practice. You know the light room and the dark room, and the the fascination that. Uh, for, for most people, for a very long time, you're in the light room. You know you're in the light room. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> right? I love the light room. And then you're in the light room, I mean the dark room, and, and you don't know you're in the dark room. You're just in how life really is. You can't even yeah. remember the light room, right? It, it, that, that was just poppycock. That's nonsense. No. And, and people who are in the light room are just annoying, Right, and then we go to Socrates and this too shall pass, and all the different mm-hmm. ways that people have talked about that kind of here gone, here gone, 
that everybody experiences, right? Yeah. And, and exactly. so the wonderful part about this is that you're seeing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what's <laughs> happening. You, you know, uh, yeah, this feels miserable. I'm in the dark uh-huh. room. When I'm not in the dark room, I love my life. I'm grateful for everything. This is the best that my life has ever been. I wouldn't be anywhere else. You're in the dark yeah. room. It's miserable. Yeah. So, I mean, I just want to underline how, how important it is that you are seeing it, that, yes. you, that you recognize it as a process. It's nothing personal, right? And, and when you're on, uh, you know, engaged in something like these calls, you realize mm-hmm. everybody's, everybody is having that experience. Everybody. <laughs> the people mm-hmm. we don't hear from are the ones who are in the dark room, right? <laughs> Sometimes, like yesterday, we had wonderful conversations all day long uh, about uh-huh. people, um, who, right, who were I- I- experiencing dark room stuff, but they're, they're uh-huh. bringing conscious awareness to it, right? They, they know it. They, they know they're there. They know it. And yes. Yeah. And, well, it's because of every single practice, every single one that we've done, just it keeps training us to do that. And so yes. it, it becomes easier and easier. And well, and again, it, it, Melody, again, it, it does become easier and easier if people are doing what you're doing, which is practicing uh-huh. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise it doesn't become easier and easier. <laughs> People can suffer well, through it for lifetimes. Right, because when conditioning is telling me that I'm trapped and I don't have any freedom, um, I, I am trapped and I don't have any freedom listening to that. And I have believing it trapped and, and believing it. And the same yeah. goes with getting on the calls is that I've been... Uh, told that uh, all these excuses that why I can't do it, and they're mm-hmm. and I look back at it, they're really quite ridiculous, you know, yes. because I can always do yes. it. That's right. That's exactly yeah. right. That's and and what you're doing is closing the gap, right? So yeah. there was a time when you believed all of that stuff just wholeheartedly and just sunk, but now I really want you to to notice this. Even when the voices are there beating you up and carrying on uh, as they do, you are mm-hmm. aware that it's happening. Yeah. That's yeah. right, I am. And that's, that, mm-hmm. that's the deal. That's the proof that what you are is the awareness. Yeah, that okay. really puts it in another yeah. place. It's not. Yes, it does. It's different, yes. Uh-huh. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that's where, I don't know uh, if you read my, I, I don't even know if the latest newsletter has come out, so maybe Ashwini will fill us in on that. I can't, re- I can't remember reading it, but I, I remember my little part. Uh, and that's, uh-huh. that's what my little part is about, is that you are realizing that you are the awareness, you can see her being tossed mm-hmm. into the dark room and made miserable mm-hmm. and increasingly mm-hmm. You want to get between her and ego. 
and I get onto my recorder and talk to the mentor. Yeah, because I do every morning. Yep. Oh, I love it. Well, okay. Thanks so much. You are so welcome. I am so happy for you. See you later. See you later. See you soon. I know. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Melody. You know, Shari, the, the two things that dropped in, in sort of, in, it seems to be evolving as a more and more, um, I don't know what to call it, more and more clearly for everyone as we practice noticing. The first being that, uh, that the dark room and the light room that we are in those places. We're in the dark room sometimes and we're in the light room sometimes. But that mm-hmm. place that you were pointing to, pointing at the two with Melody is that there's a way to know that the dark room is a process and not reality, right? That there is, yes. that, there, yes. that it's not, I believe that my life is what this is and I've spent my entire life in the pursuit of making it different. It's just that I, I get caught in a process that I can exit from. And so the process becomes First, to become aware that there is a dark room and a light room and be sufficiently disidentified from the dark room experience to recognize it as a process and then start to train myself to redirect the attention to have a light room experience and that I have a choice. In fact, that is the exit from the trap. Yeah. You know, Ashwini, I don't know if you... Oh, go ahead. Well, and the second being that a lightroom experience is not what existence is about necessarily. That the unconditional, it's what uh, Jen was talking to somebody on the show about yesterday, that the unconditional is simply the ability to be with both the darkroom and the lightroom experience rather than being identified with what says that life has to be only a lightroom experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I, I, don't, I don't know if you heard yourself say it or if other people heard you say it, but you, you, you said something that is key to the whole thing. And that is, we don't need to change our lives in order not to have a dark room experience or always to have a light room experience. And that's what Melody demonstrated so perfectly. Right? Her life is what her life is. Mine is what it, yours is, everybody's is, right? Her life is what it is. It consists of a garden and a, a granddaughter and an aging, ill cat, right? Those are, the, those are the things in her life right now that, that require her care, her conscious attention on a regular basis. She doesn't need to euthanize the cat. She doesn't need to quit gardening. She doesn't need to find another place for the grandchild, right? And that's what ego wants us to do. Okay, what's wrong in my life and how do I fix it? How do I fix the content so that the process will be what I want? And what you're describing and what Melody was describing is attending to the process shows us that this is a come and go experience and that we are learning to choose presence more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Is that so? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? 
next color. Okay, next color. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Uh, good morning. This is June. <clears throat> hey, June. Hey. Well, <clears throat> um, in looking at uh, how freely life gives, uh, the <laughs> I'm having that uh, startled adrenaline experience I always have uh, when I hear unneeded. And uh, it's the very thing I want to talk about. Well, um, life gives you a rush of, of intense energy, generally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, you know, the generous Part, the miraculous part is that uh, uh, over time practicing with this very experience that I'm having right now, uh, it, let's see, I don't quite know how to say it. I, I become less and less a victim of it. Uh, it's brought more and more into conscious awareness. Uh, the brain scrambles less rapidly. Um, the ability to stay present and not be overwhelmed by loud voices increases. Um, and that's just a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it's yeah. Just, it, so, so to have that conditioning uh, come in to startle you when you hear loud noises or that rush of intense sensations when you're unmuted, that is uh, something that you've had the opportunity to practice with. And, and that's the generosity of life, that life does give us life lessons freely. <laughs> it's always giving us the option. <laughs> or putting us in places which we wouldn't put ourselves in, and I mean the we in the ego. The ego wouldn't put itself in, in order to reveal the, the limitation, the, where there's not acceptance, where there is the difficulty to be present, and that's the generosity of this life that we're constantly being asked to encounter what we need to transcend, and the generosity, the tenderness is that we're never given anything more than we can work with. It doesn't feel like that when I'm trapped inside that ego place. But as you said, as I keep showing up for it, we can watch how much more uh, ability there is to not be triggered or trapped by the conditioning and to stay free in the experience that would previously cause us to suffer. Yes. Yeah. And it's... I, I called it a gift before, and that's exactly what it has what it has felt like around this content and so much more. You know, as the last conversation was saying, just bring just oh my God, just bring it into awareness. Mm-hmm. Because I can remember so clearly never knowing 
just spending years not knowing there was anything other than the, uh, the kind of trapped place I felt. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. the generosity, the great good fortune, the whatever it is, you know, you just, yeah. just have to make deep show. Yeah, the deep gratitude that we feel when we pop out of it, right? And and that and I think you're pointing us to two things, right, Jen? The awareness does transform because within the system, it's impossible to do anything except believe the paralysis and that awful place, which is why yes. we have to bring conscious awareness to it because without that awareness, there isn't the ability to see that place, see that place. I mean, it's, it's seeing conditioned mind, not seeing through conditioned mind. So the awareness is what assists us to make that movement and it's only when we make that movement do we recognize the gift because the condition, whatever it is, the conditioning is what traps us and motivates us to move out of that place. And so it is a sort of one of those gifts that doesn't seem like a gift unless we are able to see it as a process and end the suffering around it. So it's only then can we say, oh, my God, I'm, I'm grateful Right. I'm grateful for everything that made me move to a place of peace. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> oh, well, thank yeah. you. Thanks, Jim. You know, um, quickly, because I know, I know we want to get to other callers, but uh, so much of what these, these last two conversations have, have uh have brought to to conscious awareness for me is the importance in this whole process of recognizing the goodness of the human being. Mm-hmm. You know the the, uh, the the sympathy, the compassion, uh, but also the appreciation, the understanding that this is a really good person who has been subjected to great cruelty by ego, by self-hatred. Mm-hmm. And, that, and it awakens a desire to, to save that person, to, to mm-hmm. give that person the life that she or he deserves. That's, that's mm-hmm. such a big part of, um, of awakening. Mm-hmm. So that process transforms us. Say it again. It's an antidote to self-hate because that's what destroys Yes. Us. Yes. And that's what feeds ego, right? Mm-hmm. And so the antidote cuts off ego's ability to be fed. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello, this is Carol in San Francisco. Can you hear me? Carol, how are you doing? What you see? Hey, oh, wow, I just got in the queue because I'm off today, but um, what I'm hearing today is the best how-to I can imagine. Uh, <laughs> well, good, say more. <laughs> well, I mean, this business about being okay in the dark room, you know, uh, it's, it's amazing because I'm working on a little project that I hope to be able to share with Sangha, 
and I've never come up against so much resistance and, uh, I mean, like, throw you on the floor practically kind of resistance. So hearing that, you know, this is all okay, it's all okay to just be yeah. going through that part of yeah. it, you know, the dark room, I know yeah. it's just, it's revolutionary. And, uh, and the practice that I'm working with is to just try to be kind during that time. Yes. The normal is yes. very hateful and beat the person, you know, come on, flog them. Get out of this. Get going. You know, but the very, very opposite yes. is so often in this practice is what really is what's called for. Yes, yes, because it's essential, isn't it? Because what you want to be, I mean, why are we doing this? For God's sake, why why would anybody take up awareness practice or spiritual practice? Well, because you want to be. You know, you, you, you want to be loving kindness. You want to be a really good person. You want to be generous. You want to be loving. You want to be, yeah, you want to be all those things, don't you? Well, yeah, I, yeah, I want to be here because then all yeah. those things come it, it, out of that, you know. That's exactly right. So that's, that's our motivation. And then what ego says is, okay, then you need to whip yourself into being the Buddha. You need to beat yourself every time you don't meet the standards because we're on our way to being Jesus, right? And the only way that's going to happen is if you stop being this awful, terrible person that you really are. And once we see through yeah. that, I mean, it's insane, right? When we, when, we, uh, when we get to that point of being able to see it, it's just insanity. And yet... It's how just about all of us were raised to believe something that was never put out like that, but that's the message. It, it is insanity, and uh, I've been, I think you talked about turning around and facing it and just saying, okay, tell me, tell me all about it, and that's, that's a pretty powerful tool right there. Just tell me all about yes. all that I am doing wrong and just everywhere where I'm just messing everybody up. Let me hear all about it. It really does go silent. Yes. <laughs> it's a really, yes. I recommend yes. that tool. Yeah. 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 So, and um, then and then as you're describing, you're doing this thing that is is perfect because that's what happens when we do something that ego uh doesn't want us to do, right? Because uh you're going to do it and you're going to get to the other side and you're, there's going to be a freedom that comes from doing it. So the resistance is there. Try to stop you. And then try to make it the most hateful, ugly, horrible experience ever so that you'll never do anything like this again, right? And instead, <laughs> what you're realizing is, I want to be kind to the human being who's doing this. Yeah. Yes, and I want to use it. Like I think you've been talking about today, use this to, like, oh, good, I'm in the dark room. I don't mean that in a weird way, but I just mean, like, for me, around the full moon, I get kind of wacky, and it's like, oh, God, the full moon. <laughs> and now it's like, wait, no, I can I can use, oh, good, I get to see all these ways that I get just, like, bamboozled and thrown around, you know. It's so a workshop. It's a really Yay. Different, a different orientation, yeah. And, and Yeah, I'm, I'm on retreat. Lit, I said, I'm on retreat, and... I just said, well, why don't I just write down all the all these resistance forms of resistance? And it's been fabulous. I have 48 things on the list. And then I wow. can go, oh, there's that. 
there's that. That's not, and the, my intention in the beginning was to say, I am not the resistance. So whatever yes. comes in that's resistance isn't me, so let's look at that. Yes. Yes, that's it. And again, it gives you great sympathy for the human being who was trapped believing that she was all of that. Who could, who, oh, who, so who, true. Who believed so true. it who believed those self-hating voices. Exactly. Because yeah. if those things on the list yeah. are not me, well then that, that gives me a lot of freedom because that's, that's something else that's over right. there. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly well, right. And it really, needs, it really needs to buy a house of its own, right? It needs to <laughs> live somewhere else because uh, I don't enjoy living with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Thank you for mm-hmm. this. This is awesome. All so right. Well, thank you. Today. All right. Go happy. <laughs> right. Go happy. Thank you. That is so true, Sherry. I mean, it's just the thing that, that the other thread that I saw throughout this conversation is simply that we tend to forget Right. That's the that's the hot, That is yeah. really the core skill that we're training with in awareness practice is recalling yeah. ourselves to ourselves. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. that's why everyone enlightened. We just don't know it. So I have to recollect the fact that I am the that life is me. That uh, that the intelligence that animates all animates me as well. I have to keep remembering that. And that's the same yes. thing in the dark room that I've got to remember that it's the dark room and it's not real. And all of our recording yeah. and listening practice, all that meditation of returning to one, all that noticing that we're training with is, is really training in recollection. And I love that that's we right. say the daily recollection every morning because that's, it's, it's what is true, what is being taught, what is, what is uh, going from an intellectual understanding to a direct experience of life. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and we have the most marvelous physical tool ever, which is that recorder uh, that yeah. can help us, that can really thwart ego's attempts to make us forget. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we all know the one of, yeah, but it made me forget the recorder. Okay, but once we get past that, uh, and we're in that relationship with the mentor. Now we've got direct access, and we have all of the support that we need to to remember who we are, who we authentically are, what ego is, what those voices are, how it doesn't work, <laughs> uh, to be in relationship. You know, all of that is available to us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty big and good. Uh, somebody just said on the call, yeah. it's deep, deep gasho because the level of gratitude we experience when we know we have the tool to exit the nightmare and remember it, yeah. <laughs> right? I, this is yes. my most favorite experience of watching the thought arise and it dropping in. You have a choice. As you said yesterday, be with me now. For that to be available yeah. in the darkest of times, yeah. it's just truly yeah. great as Dan was talking to us about yesterday. Yeah. 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 Brings tears to the eyes. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. Well, thank you, Shay. Thank you, everybody. Thank Go you, ahead. Ashwini. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>